So, as we know, the dunk contest, uh, I would say it was a major success oh, yeah. uh, over the weekend. Do you think uh, Aaron Gordon got robbed? I, like, honestly, I don't even know if he really – If it, like, I think that Derrick Jones Jr. is getting get, – like, people are hating on Derrick Jones Jr. way more than they should be. They're trying to discredit all the things he's doing. They're trying to, like, discredit the fact that he's doing three through legs dunks in, in, in a row. When the dunks he were doing were, was absolutely fantastic. Like, it was crazy. But, honestly and, – and, oh, I should also mention he didn't bring out – the fucking like Charlie D'Amelio guys and put them at half court while he did a dunk either major dub there for um for Derek Jones Jr. for not doing 100%. that because that was top five worst moment of the all-star break um but I think Aaron Gordon definitely got robbed on his last dunk his last dunk should have been a 50 it should have been a 50 but my major issue with the all-star the entire all-star weekend outside of the celebrity game being a fucking joke is the judging for the dunk contest is absolutely terrible a 50 should not be like the average score you know what i mean like all these guys like they're nice dunks but come on a 50's got to be like the nicest dunk you've ever seen like 50's got to be like once once every three or four years you 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 see a 50 you know zach levine through the legs through the legs from the free throw line that's a 50 you know what i mean like it can't be every single like dwight howard how the in what world is catching an alley-oop of 50. I, like, I don't know. I think the judges was the biggest peppy for me. Yeah, it's annoying because they were just giving 50s like it was nothing for yeah. some reason. Yeah, like you were saying, like 50s have to be um, like rare almost. They have yeah. to be like a dunk you've literally never seen before. And yeah. we're like, that's insane. And yeah. with the inflated ranking, that taco dunk was obviously a 50 when you're oh, considering yeah. all these other dunks that are 50s. Oh, yeah. Like I, I was least impressed by um, the Aaron Gordon one where he dunked over through the legs over um, Chance the Rapper. Yeah. Like, that one was just, like, honestly very – it wasn't that good of a dunk, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think he got robbed either. Like, considering the other stuff that was going on. Exactly. I think that was probably the the worst 50 out of them all. You think that was the worst fit? I mean – between Gordon and Jones, you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not including the Dwight Howard. <laughs> not including one. the Dwight Howard one. Because Pat Connaughton had a had a fifty, the one where he dunked over Giannis. Yeah, because like, he put it off the back. He like tapped the backboard. Yeah, yeah. that one. Larry, I'm okay with yeah. that one too. Yeah, that was nice. Um, Pat Connaughton was my pick. I was, I was, I thought Pat Connaughton was going to surprise everybody and win the dunk contest. I'm not going to really? lie. So I was, was kind of <laughs> cheering for him. You know, like you know, just doing it for the white people out there. Um, <laughs> Because let's let's be real here, like we've, you know, the the white people haven't been great in the dunk contest. Um, <laughs> no, no question. <laughs> that's, that's just, question, that's just a fact. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's facts. I got yeah, but I mean, he, and he did have a nice dunk. He and he he actually had a, two nice dunks, but Gordon and, and Derek Jones are just just too good, too good. My favorite dunk of the entire competition was the one where Aaron Gordon caught it off or when he caught the alley-oop from, I think, Marco Fultz. Yeah. Off the off corner. The, off the corner. That was nice. That was, I know, I get he missed the first attempt, but like, even after the first attempt, all the players and everything, they were looking at, they are all looking around like, yo, this guy's about to do it. Like, they all knew he could do it. And they all knew it was going to be hella nice. And it was hella nice. That's probably my favorite one. 
even more than the taco fall one because the taco fall one like it was good but he like he kind of bent over at the end sort of ruined how good it looked even though it was still a really nice dunk yeah it was more like a hype dunk too yeah it was more just oh it's taco he's so tall it yeah. wasn't really like and it was unplanned special as well. definitely unplanned i think he thought he won it too for sure oh did you, I mean, everyone thought he'd won it yeah Everybody. i was like i was like oh he won for sure yeah like, i was like that's a 50 but the only person you knew he wasn't gonna win was 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 Dwayne Wade. That Dwayne was like, Wade, yeah, he was the only he played, one. He played with Derek Jones Jr., so he was like, "I got you, bro." Yeah, I mean, I think they're trying right. to. I think apparently the they were trying to tie it. Yeah, that's what Common was saying that they're trying to tie it, but and one of the judges went rogue. Dwayne yeah. Wade's pretty obviously like the one that went rogue, being <laughs> the fact that he played with Derek Jones Jr. and everyone's reactions as soon as they saw the scores, they all looked over at Dwayne Wade. You, you, like they, because they, I don't. It was just, but also that's the other thing with the judges. Why you got to tie it? Just grade it how you think you sh- how it should have been. Because the two judges on the end there, um, the Black Panther and I forget who the other one was. They both should have given it a ten too. They shouldn't have just tied it, right? Like, yeah. I, don't know. I know I said that I didn't like the the Aaron Gordon through legs one, but this Dwight Howard one is terrible. It's yeah. this fifty. It's literally an alley. What the hell? So yeah. dumb. I'm like watching it right now. I'm just like, this is a 50. The only thing that's two. cool, the only thing that's cool about it is, uh, the guy throws it over the backboard. Yeah, and, <laughs> and like, even I then, it's like... I said, I said before the dunk contest, or I said that he was gonna break out what he did back in I forget when it was 08 or whatever with yeah. the Superman cape and all that yeah. stuff. And like, the first dunk he does is the weirdest dunk though. That was like this. I, that was actually like a really satisfying dunk to watch, though. I'm not even gonna lie. Like the like palming the Statue of Liberty. That's what it's called. Like that's a really nice in-game dunk. If someone did that in-game, you know, like that was satisfying to watch. But it's not a dunk contest dunk. Come on now. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, what do you think in terms of the entire dunk contest? Um, do you think it was definitely the best since 2016? Obviously, the best, yeah, for sure. Do you think it was like a top three? Um, the last like ten, twenty years. I'm trying to like trying to remember the best ones because obviously the the dunk contest of two thousand. I was like, that's iconic just because Vince uh-huh. Carter. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen is the greatest for sure. Yeah. After that, like, it's tough because Blake Griffin was really nice in two thousand eleven. Even though I think that his jumping over the car might have been a little bit overrated because oh, hundred percent jumps over the hood. But it was I... like also like I rewatched it. There's like this huge conspiracy about it because apparently, like that car was obviously in there ready. It was a huge like advertising yeah uh, scheme. So they had to make him go into the finals. Yeah, and he had that one dunk where he missed eight times, and then right. he still got a fifty. Yeah, after missing eight times, I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And it was like it was like a decent dunk, but I was like. This is crazy. DeRozan got robbed. Just saying. Yeah. Go back I mean, and watch that. <laughs> I have to go back and watch all the dunk contests, but I know that. But also the the setup of that of the uh, jumping over the Kia car, the setup of that was was nice. So I liked how he brought out the choir and everything like that. And he had I forget who it was tossing the alley oop from inside. And yeah, it was, it was all just a show. It was a whole show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was definitely iconic. I honestly, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I know John Wall won it a couple years ago because I I haven't. I'm not great on my dunk contest history. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think like in recent history, it's definitely second best behind 2016. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be remembered as probably as uh, the dunk contest Aaron Gordon got robbed. 
most yeah, likely because they'll see that taco dunk and yeah, it won't like Derek Jones Jr. won't get his respect because he obviously killed it. Like he yeah. did, he did like some amazing dunks. So I just think it'll be the one where where Aaron Gordon's gonna go down, probably as like the greatest dunker to never win yeah. uh, a dunk contest, which is crazy. Uh, I I don't think he got robbed in 2016 though. I don't like how people are saying he got robbed again because in 2016 he had better dunks. Like obviously, he, I think I thought he had nicer dunks than Zach Levine did, but Zach Levine still deserved the 50s he got. Oh, 100%. Right? I mean, yeah. And that's just because the judges have been so lenient and it's been so – they're giving out 50s all over the place. So, the Zach Levine deserved the 50s he got. And Aaron Gordon's last dunk wasn't a 50. I'm sorry. Like, it just wasn't a 50, especially when you compare it to what they were doing in the dunk contest. Yeah, I don't think he, he got robbed either. He had it the, was a one, nice dunk, the one but, dunk over the mascot underneath insane. his legs. That was insane. That's, that's, like, one of the greatest dunks ever. That's insane. Like, that's, that that's, in that's, itself was amazing, but he didn't get, like – yeah. He didn't get. He definitely didn't get robbed because Zach Levine had that through the legs from the free throw line. That was yeah. disgusting. <laughs> I think the, the only the only maybe controversy there might be is when Zach Levine did pretty much the exact same dunk Aaron Gordon did, except without the mascot. Yeah, you know, that's the, yeah. The you the, can like, argue that or whatever. That was a nice like Zach Levine's dunk was really nice though. Like you can argue that that's that's. You know, it all it just definitely deserved a fifty. It just didn't. Look yeah, the timing. The timing's man. crazy. It's yeah. all about perspective. Like you see, uh, it's all relative, right? You see him, you see Aaron Gordon do it with the mascot, yeah. And then it, it makes uh, Zach Levine's look way worse, even though it's still like a fifty. You know what it I mean? It was such a nice dunk. Yeah. And speaking of Zach Levine, what Zach Levine did in twenty fifteen, that that goes very under the radar, especially what he did in twenty sixteen. But twenty fifteen, Zach Levine, that that was crazy. He just that absolutely nice. dominated. Like, it was with insane. The, with the Space Jam thing and everything. And people don't remember Giannis was also in the dunk contest in 2015. Giannis, probably one of the low points of his career, was the 2015 <laughs> dunk contest. <laughs> Everyone has a bad dunk contest. Everyone though. does, you know. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the three-point contest. Yeah. Um, so, Buddy Heald got the dub. Are you up or down on the, the Mountain Dew balls that they added? I mean, it was nice uh, just – to expand the range, I guess. Like, I'd, the scores were about the same as they were last year, though. Like, the scores didn't really change. Like, the winning score. I think Booker had 27 last year, which is an all-time record for a three-point contest. Buddy Heald, I think, had a 26 to win it this year. I mean, the scores yeah, were I about think the it was, same. I, I think it was about the same. Yeah, it was, yeah. I think Buddy Heald won with 27 because he okay, hit that yeah. last one to win. And then, yeah, the year – what was it? Two years before, Devin Booker set a record. With right, like 20, 26 to 28, somewhere in that range. Joe so. Harris won last year, right? Yeah, Joe Harris won the forgettable uh, three-point contest for sure. I was very disappointed in my man, Davis Bertons, for not winning. I know he got third. Um, no one talks about his third place. But yeah. I, I, I genuinely thought he could have won it. He was the wet Latvian, on the money rack. <laughs> yeah, the Latvian laser. Uh, maybe next year. Maybe next year. He's he's gonna win out. He's he's gonna win it one once in his career. I can guarantee. Oh yeah, he'll get he'll get hot in the finals he's... and he'll he'll rip out like thirty points if the do oh, balls yeah. stay. I could see him just wrecking it. Uh, yeah. Were you were you surprised? Like, what before? Did you have like a prediction in your mind who you thought was gonna win? I had Berton's winning it. Like he was my favorite player, going, and I, I genuinely thought he was gonna win. Um, I thought Bert, I thought Duncan Robinson was gonna do. Bit better. I did not expect Buddy Heald. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I didn't think. I didn't even. Heald. I didn't even think about him. Like I'm yeah. pretty surprised that he actually won it. Yeah. Like I didn't even. I totally forgot he was even in it. I was thinking Booker would win it because just watching him two years ago, I was like, wow. This- yeah. Just the way he shoots, it's so smooth. 
Yeah. And just so I mean, easy. Yeah, and I sort of knew that Zach Levine – I was disappointed that Zach Levine joined the three-point contest because in front of your home crowd, the three-point contest is way more pressure than dunk contest. Just ask, just ask Kyle Lowry because Kyle Lowry in 2016, I think, his three, he got four points in the three-point contest. Yeah, he was in, in bad. Toronto <laughs> when everyone was cheering him on, and the poor guy got the nerves got the better of him, and he shit the bed. And Zach and I thought Zach Levine obviously didn't do that bad, but I mean, I it was disappointing not to see him in the dunk contest for sure. Yeah, he's definitely not. I know he's trying to show that he's more than a dunker, but yeah, but like Which then he, he releases he is for sure. But then he releases that video. Of him yeah. doing the 360 from the three point or the free throw line. Oh my god! And that just like was such a teaser. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" In a way, like, you really did this to us. <laughs> in a way, that's fucking sick that he did that though. Like he's like, like we all know who the best dunker is in the NBA. But like, oh yeah, for I, sure. I'm gonna let Derek Jones Jr. say what he ever wants to say. Like, oh yeah, Zach Levine's the best by far. Yeah. I love no that. Question. That was. Yeah, I've always said I want I want Zach Levine to go to the Miami Heat, just get. I don't know, just like get, just go to the go to Miami, play with the Heat, because that, that would be so exciting watching those guys, watching Bam at a bio, who's a really nice dunker too. Bam is a Bam's got a nice dunk, some nice dunk packages. Watching Derek Jones Jr., Zach Levine, young team, that would just be so exciting, so exciting. Oh, and they're so athletic too. Like, yeah, all three of them, that'd be insane. That yeah, highlight reel after highlight reel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll quickly touch on the skills competition. Yeah. Uh, Bam won. <laughs> I, I mean, any takeaways from that. it? <laughs> I thought Sabonis was gonna win. Oh yeah. And he came up close too. Like he he was in the finals against yeah. Bam and Bio, but Bam could Bam could shoot the three ball. I mean, I did not know he could do that, but he. I didn't know he had that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he had that in his game. He. He like drilled them. I'm pretty sure he only missed yeah. one against Siakam that first he was, shot. He was three of six. He missed uh, two against Sabonis. Oh, he was three of six. Yeah. Solid and still. Sabonis Sabonis hit the he hit the three right after Bam Adebayo hit, hit his three. So if Bam had missed that one, he would have lost. But the the skills contest was nice. Again, I like how the skills the skills contest used to be a few years ago where they have to like run around, run through the pylons, make a normal pass, make a bounce pass, um, hit a three-pointer, something, something like that. But it, they were all by themselves in the court doing that. I like now how they have the 1v1 competition. Like, that's exciting to watch. I love that. Yeah, I definitely think it's the worst event, though, out of everything. Yeah. I like the 1v1 aspect, but I think there would be better ways for them to do it. One one thing that someone said was a 1v1 tournament of just the starters, the top 10 guys. Yeah. The All-Star Stars, that would be sick to see. I don't know if you watched um, this morning, but they were talking about that on Undisputed, Skip and Shannon. And both of them immediately disagreed. Like, they both thought that was a terrible idea just because the injury risk. Because players are not going to take – like, players are going to take that seriously, too seriously. We saw how the end of the fourth quarter was in the All-Star game, and and they were both saying that that was just – it was a terrible idea. That being said, I don't care. Bro, like, I, like, if you're going to, like, miss a couple games because you tweaked your ankle against trying to de-up LeBron James, I don't care because the one-for-one competition will be so exciting. I would love that. I know. If you're so concerned about injuries, why don't you just uh, decrease the number of games in the season? Make it, like, exactly. like, I don't, I, like there, we do not need 82 games. The NBA would be much better at, like, 60. Yeah. I think it would be more exciting. Players would be healthier. Would be Attendance would be higher. Players would be healthier. Yeah. The the quality of the games would be higher because you'd have 
your superstars playing in every game, most likely. Exactly, yeah. And each game matters more, so players will play even harder. Yeah. So I think I think the NBA has to change something. That's right. People, I I forgot it. Like each game would matter way more. I mean, like I kind of overlooked that when I first thought about like having a sixty-five game regular season, but like, yeah, you yeah, it, all of a sudden it, games in December, games in like December are going to be treated like games are, like around now. You know, like it's it's like because now we're getting to that to that point in the season, especially after the All Star break. Now it's like all right. I mean, we got to start making a playoff push. We got to start pushing the one seed. Like, it's it's showtime now. Yeah, the NBA is really going full fledged now. Like, yeah, the the ratings came out right in like December, and they're really low, or they were lower than expected. Right. Um, and then ever since then, Zion came back. The All Star Game had like a, a really really high viewership too. Yeah. So the NBA is back up and running, and, and it's going to be really, insane. The there finish, been some really uh, exciting games too. Uh, the like the the Lakers went to overtime against the Nuggets, and the next night there was two uh, double overtime. Uh, the, the Celtics and, and Clippers. I mean, Celtics Clippers game was amazing. That was yeah, was very Jason Tatum. Oh, like he sunned Kawhi Leonard. I like I was like Kawhi, bro, you getting dominated right now, man. Like come on, Tatum is uh, looking like a superstar. Bro, he's looking like, he's looking real good. He's looking scary good. If he can keep that up, bro, like Boston's gonna be a threat this year. They're going to be a threat in the playoffs. They're definitely a threat in coming years. This year, they, I would not want to face them as a Raptors fan. Hold on to that two seed. Don't slide. I yeah. would not want to. I wouldn't want to see any. Honestly, I wouldn't want to see any of the top six teams in the East. I don't want to see Pacers. Raptors got to stay in that two seed or whatever team gets that two seed will yeah. be a lock to go to the, who's the, the second round. Who's this, the, the, the seventh seed right now? Is it Indiana? It's, or, no, it's Brooklyn. Indiana, Brooklyn? Yeah, I believe so. Brooklyn and then Magic are the something like that, yeah. Brooklyn yeah. Magic, I believe. Yeah, no, the, the the bottom two teams in in the West are not or in the East are not great, but in the West it's a different story. I mean, the, yeah, I in the West you have like OKC, you have OKC. Yeah. I think at like the seventh seed or something, think, and then I think there's six now. I think. Let me, oh, yeah? let me just Check OKC has been really nice this year. No one's talking about OKC, but these guys are they're balling out right now. Chris Paul very easily could have won. Yeah, they're they're sixth. Dallas or they're tied for Dallas. They're tied with Dallas. Dallas has really the, skidded lately. Yeah, with without Doncic being injured. Yeah, yeah. And then Memphis, who are two games above five hundred, are and they're they're in a they're they're in a comfortable eight seed right now. I mean, Portland's a five or three or five games back. I'm trying to do the math in my head right now. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, because Portland and then San Antonio a bit farther back, the, the streak might be over right now for the Spurs. I think. I think yeah, like Spurs them. are probably done. I had high hopes for the Pelicans, but it doesn't look like they've really um, done much with Zion coming back. During the 11 seed, yeah, they've been okay, but it looks like they're they're kind of far. Yeah, Portland, Portland is. I'd still be scared of Portland because they can definitely yeah. reach up. They're four four games ahead of. Or they're four games behind Memphis. Yeah, and I would I could definitely see them slotting up. Yeah, Memphis has really impressed me. I, like that team is so young, and it's not just John Morant. It's Brandon Clark. It's Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean, these guys are. I mean, I love this team. They're eight and two in their last ten. Yeah, and they have a good home. They have both above five hundred home and away record, which right. just shows that they're consistent. And they would be. Not really a team you'd want to see in the first round because they'd be fun to watch. Yeah, 
I mean, that being like, I still think that the Lakers, the Lakers would sweep them, but yeah, it'd probably be just because the lack of experience there. But I think that that's that'd be so valuable for the for those Grizzly for those younger Grizzly players just to get a taste of playoff action. Because yeah. I mean, the playoffs are a whole different whole different animal, and there's not there's not going to be any mercy from showing like LeBron's not going to have any mercy against. Uh, John Morant or, or Jaron Jackson, whoever it is. Definitely like, not. LeBron's just going to go through them all and just destroy them. It just doesn't oh, – yeah. he won't care. Yeah, no question. I think – do you think uh, – would you rather see the Grizzlies in the first round, or like as a fan, or would you rather see Portland slide up there? I mean, I think Portland would make the series – or make it more interesting series. Actually, no. I, I would rather see Memphis. Memphis would be more exciting for me to watch than Portland. I get everyone wants to see Damian Lillard in the playoffs and all that stuff. I'm not like Damian Lillard's not my favorite player in the NBA, so I don't really like I don't really care. But from my point of view, I like like I like the players more on Memphis than I like the players on on Portland. I mean, I just I, I like how the, how young that team is. And because I think they're going to be such a good team in in 3-4 years, getting blown out will will be great for them in the future. Oh, It'll no question. Teach them so many lessons. Of course, yeah, that'd be good for them. Uh, and I love John Morant too. Yeah, he's just think, he's just so fun to watch. Yeah, just that's also why I think that the Warriors are are such a threat, not only for next year but for years to come. Because this young, the, the players are playing right now. They're all these young guys, all these inexperienced guys, all of a sudden playing thirty minutes a game, and they're getting blown out every game. Trust me, like they're. They're they're gonna have tough skin. They're gonna have tough skin, and you pair that with Steph Curry and all these guys. Like they're gonna they're gonna be very experienced from a very young age because most players, most people their age aren't playing in the types of games that they're playing in. You know, they're playing garbage time minutes. You know, the, the young guys on the Clippers and the Lakers. I mean, they're, they're playing they're playing garbage time minutes, and they're not gonna have the tough tough enough skin in in three or four years. Because these Warriors, I mean, they're taking a be- they're taking a beating, but they're getting in there. They're getting up after every single time they're get- that, that they're getting hit down. They're getting right back up, and they're taking another beating. And in three, four years, they're going to be in the finals again. So, I mean, this is great for the Warriors. And I'm, I'm sort of terrified because Golden State, they're not done. They're far from done. Oh, they're not done at all, in fact. Yeah. I think they have a really good opportunity next year to win it all when you look at the for roster. Sure. I, don't, I don't know if I love the D'Angelo Russell trade. For Andrew Wiggins in a first, top three right. protected. I think you could have got more out of that, but I have a feeling that they're going to pair these assets, you know, their pick this year, um, Minnesota's pick, which is going to be a high pick, and Andrew Wiggins to perhaps make a different move. I, I don't think they're done. Yeah. Uh, like, there was rumors about Giannis maybe wanting to go to Golden State, which, like, I don't – I sort of thought that was bullshit when it first came out. I still do. But they have cap space to sign, or they're gonna they're gonna be a very desirable destination for free agents, um, because like it, like it's still Steph Curry, it's still Clay Thompson, it's still Draymond Green, it's the the big three, the that core that's been there since forever now. They've won three championships, championships. Core. Yep. five five trips to the finals. I mean, these guys know what it takes to win, and they've they've done that. People like people forget that they won seventy three games without Kevin Durant. And they, they were dominated very, the league. Yeah, very question, very questionable suspension in in Draymond Green's case. Very questionable suspension from winning the championship that year as well. All right, we kind of got sidetracked yeah. a little bit. Uh, last thing, let's talk about the All Star Sunday night. 
Yeah. So, uh, Team LeBron won 157-155 against Team Giannis. Great game. Uh, awesome game. Anthony Davis had two free throws to win it. Had to hit one. Hit it. I think yep. that was stupid. I hated that. Yeah. I, I think um, what they have to change with this was um, in that final quarter, in that Kobe quarter, um, fall back on fouls. Yeah. Instead, but of, instead of free throws. Th- that obviously yes, but at the same time, I mean, players are just going to start to intentional foul. If players are going to start taking it too seriously, I mean, maybe it's just like an unwritten rule where you just don't intentionally foul, like intentionally foul someone who's shooting. But I mean, if if all the players can agree on just not being, you know, just don't be a bitch and don't intentionally foul someone who's taking a layup for the game, then that would be great. You know what I mean? Because like I know like in, when you when you're playing in school and everything, to it's 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 next point wins when the bell rings and you got to go back to class. It's next point wins and it's got to be a three pointer as well. It's, it's, a, it's a three to win. You know, there's no like layups or anything. It's it's a three to win. And in the NBA's case, I mean, the free throw was very anticlimactic. I'm not gonna lie, it was very anticlimactic. Yeah, you're right. Um, anticlimactic, but like you said. Uh, if like a player is going in for a layup, they can't just get hacked. Yeah, you don't want to see that. I think if they get that opportunity to lay it up, I feel like the players will respect that. You know, they're not going to yeah. take it too seriously. But you never know, I guess. Yeah, I mean um, Kyle Lowry out there just like flying around in every single opportunity. Yeah, I know taking charges <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> that was great. I'm not gonna like that. He's Kyle Lowry, man. What, what, he's, I think he's he's a clown. Uh, on one hand, but on the other hand, he's he's smart because I mean, he draws charges like crazy. What do you think of the new format um, with the three quarters separate it was games? Very confusing. Like when I when it first came out, I was like, "What? What is going on?" Like, I did not think it'd be like this at all. But it was definitely the most entertaining game we've seen. And I mean, la- the, the last year the All Star game actually came down to the last possession as well. It was like a, I think it was a two or three point game. And it was, so it was a very entertaining game, but it just didn't have the same intensity. So it was very confusing when I first heard about it. But after watching the game, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm all for it next year as well. Yeah, it was a success. You can tell for yeah. sure. They might need to refine some stuff to make it less confusing, especially right. the three quarters thing. Like, you're kind of like, like, what's the score? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, or maybe they got to add something to make it. Um, I don't know, because because winning those little games don't actually mean anything. They may have right. to add another incentive. I think actually, if you win it, uh, money goes gets donated to your. Yeah, you get a hundred thousand dollars. Hundred thousand to your donation, uh, yeah. your charity. So I guess that's the incentive. So whether that actually works or not, uh, not really sure. But yeah, I think it was kind of confusing. But I definitely liked it because it clearly increased the quality of the game. Like yeah. it was awesome to watch. I don't so think fun. It, do you know if what happened in the second quarter? Because it was a tie. I, and, and all I know is that Giannis only donated only donated a hundred grand. So did it just not get any money for the second quarter because it was a tie? I mean, that kind of. I don't know, actually. I'd... <laughs> Rudy Gobert, Rudy <laughs> Gobert just stole a hundred grand from a charity, man. Yeah, no, what a guy. <laughs> <laughs> he just needed it. <laughs> what a guy. He, Rudy Gobert had a good game, though. Yeah, he played solid. And Ben Simmons too. Whew. Yeah, he was looking good. Kawhi Leonard though. He was so, oh my god. He had was, eight threes. He caught, like, yeah, I was like, by the end what? of the third quarter, he had eight, eight threes, and at the Ooh, end, he just kind of cooled down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he just 
he started to chill out more. He didn't shoot as much. He almost had that three to win, though, at the yeah. end. He shot it, fell down, wanted the foul. Yeah. <laughs> Back rim. That would have been a nasty shot. It, yeah. yeah it's, it was just anticlimactic. That's the only issue. They have to change something with that free throw in some way. I love the defense. Uh, if, if they change that. Yeah, the defense was intense. Lowry especially. He was a yeah. – it looked like it was the game six of the finals. Yeah. <laughs> he was out there <laughs> doing what he does, just trying to get calls. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and obviously the captains going at it, LeBron and Giannis, you know, that, that was just great. I mean, that was – I love that because no one was really trying that hard until Giannis blocked LeBron's fadeaway. And, and then the next, very next possession, LeBron clamps up Giannis, and it's like, all right. The, so this is how it's going to be now. And then everyone started trying hard. And, and Chris Paul was clutch. Chris Paul was huge. Because um, Chris Paul, he, he's a clutch guy. And I loved, I loved seeing Chris Paul going off in the, in the fourth quarter there. Again, OKC, they're, gonna be, they're, they're a tough out in the playoff. I don't care who they're playing. The Lakers, Clippers, I don't care. They're, they're a tough out. And Chris Paul is the main reason behind that. The fact that they didn't make a move like trade Gallinari tells me that they actually want to um, give yeah. someone a run for their money in that first round. Yeah. If it be the Nuggets or the Clippers, think, which right now it's lined up to be the Clippers, but if yeah. if uh, say the Clippers move back up to the two seed, they meet the Nuggets in that series. Anything goes. I could yeah. see the Thunder winning. It's like fifty fifty at that point. Same as same, like because Nuggets had a two seed last year as well. Yeah, they went out to the seventh game against the Spurs, and the Spurs didn't foul in the last possession. That was the weirdest that. thing I've ever seen. Honestly. I mean, yeah. I was so confused. I, they just yeah. they just gave up. They're like, all right, we're done. <laughs> yeah. They did not want to play any more basketball that season. They wanted someone had a uh, trip already planned. Someone had a vacation already. Uh, yeah. Bought their plane ticket. They did not want to sell it. Just <laughs> I looked like Demar yeah, yeah, I mean, already God bought his damn, plane ticket. Was... <laughs> just chilling. I was like, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? I was like, what the fuck so is that? Frustrating. <laughs> that was definitely must have been frustrating. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, I thought we were gonna win that series too. We went up like. We were up 3-2 in that series at home, but we decided not to win. And then game seven in Denver. Yeah, it was tough, though. But, you know, but the, the Nuggets, like, they're, they're a really good regular season team, but they're just so young at this point that I don't think, like, no one really gives them a chance to beat an L.A. team. Like, I give Houston a better chance than the Nuggets at getting to the third round of the playoffs. Just because I, I agree 100%. Yeah. I think you need a second guy. Like a yeah. second uh, All Star slash superstar. I mean Jamal Murray's and nice. Jamal Murray's nice, but he's he's just like an above average young yeah. starter like right, right now. Like he's not an All Star yet, so he's gonna be um, really good though. Holy yeah, once he once he grows, I think Michael Porter Jr. is the X factor too. If he grows into what he can be, yeah. then that team okay. Then you're like Denver is legit. Once they get those three, they just need a, a some kind of three headed monster. Yeah, they they just don't have it yet in the NBA right now. Other than the Milwaukee Bucks, like you need at least two guys, like two two all stars, and then like a three headed monster. That's that's ideal. Like you're seeing that development with the Clippers now. We all thought the Clippers were going to be like Paul George and Kawhi, but Lou Will. I mean, he is just they kind of turned into if you consider yeah, Montrez too. Tre- yeah, Trez the six man. I think Trez is going to be six man of the or I like I want Trez to win six man of the year. Like it's it's between him and Lou Will. They get Lou Will back to back to back. Why not? They 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 very. I wouldn't be mad because Lou Will's clutch. He's he's clutch. He doesn't miss in, in the clutch. It's he got robbed against the Celtics too. I'm, I'm he got robbed that that should have been a, that should have been an and one three pointer, but whatever. Yeah, that, that should have been. Yeah, that was definitely and, not a swipe through. 
especially when Landry Shamit came back in, in Canada right off the inbounds. Ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. Should have been a three-pointer. Should have counted it. True. Yeah, true that. Whatever. I mean, he's averaging 19.5 Yeah. and six assists with two superstars on his team. And so. that's going to go up in the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to go up in the playoffs gonna, for he's sure. He's going to have the ball way more in the playoffs. Yeah, no question. He's definitely a walking bucket. Definitely yeah. deser- deserves to be probably going to win it again this year. I don't see him or Montrez. I don't Montrez, see anyone yeah. else who could really, uh, in my mind, like right now thinking, don't see anyone else who could really challenge them. And the Clippers also added uh, Reggie Jackson to their bench today as well. Which yeah, Reggie Jackson is solid. I mean. They have – the Clippers have the best bench you could you could argue of all time. Like, that's not even a stretch either. Like that's – their bench is insane. They definitely have by far the best bench in the league. Yeah. No question, right? So like the Raptors have nice bet. Raptors have been relying a lot on their on their depth this year, but it's nothing, nothing compared to to the Clippers. No, not when you have two essentially like near all stars coming off the yeah. bench. And like the Raptors don't really have. I mean, the Raptors bench has been great, but it's been like a next man up kind of thing. That Davis and it's it's just been it's just been a really deep bench. Yeah, Terrence Davis that, whole, is amazing, like, man. He's so. <laughs> He's we, none, he's special. None of my friends knew who that was, and then all of a sudden he dropped thirty-one. I think one night and we're like, "What? Who? Who is this? Who is this Davis guy?" <laughs> and then he just kept going off. We're like, "Damn, you know, this guy throws down pretty hard dunks and shit." Like, yeah, I didn't know who he was until uh, in preseason he dunked on someone on Houston in yeah. like one of the China games. He just wrecked someone. I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> he's, he's like, he's. I was like, "Who is too. this guy?" He's like, lean, he's like lean and he's like he's muscular lean, yeah. though. Because he's um he had a football scholarship. Okay. Like apparently he was a lot better at football. What position would he play? I mean that guy's like what is he, six ten? Uh I don't think he's that tall. Really? No, I think he's like closer to like six seven, some somewhere in there. Oh no, he's only six four. <laughs> okay. Really What? Yeah, six foot four. Two hundred pounds. Okay, I I was I was I must have thinking of someone else then. I don't know. Yeah, but no, if he's only six foot four, damn, what? Probably a wide receiver. <laughs> That's <guess>. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been good. Stats don't don't look very pretty, but yeah. he has games. He plays big games. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Like, and he's played fifty five games a season, which is the most out of any Raptor. Really? Yeah, he's played every game. Oh yeah, because Toronto they were injured a lot. A lot of them were injured at the beginning of the year, weren't they? Like, yeah, there's been a ton of injuries over the entire year. Even still, like Marcus Alls. Played like thirty five games total. Yeah, out. He's gonna be big in the playoffs for you guys. Yeah, he shoots forty percent from three. That's beautiful. Huge, yeah, same as Marcus Morris. That was a huge pickup for the Clippers. Oh, huge! Yeah, more than just awesome a, more than just a paint protector because that's the first thing. You're like, all right, now they got someone to you know protect the paint a little bit more. But then you look at the the three point percent stand, standings, and Marcus Morris is sitting in in fucking fourth fourth to fifth place in the league in three point percentage. At six foot nine, two hundred and thirty pounds, shooting forty five percent from a three. I mean, God, what? Like that's, yeah, that's crazy. And then he hit two big threes against the Celtics the other night too. I mean, he hit the one in overtime and one in the fourth quarter as well. I mean, he's 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 already made an impact. He definitely adds to their uh, culture too. You know, he's a scrappy guy. He'll yeah. guard. He'll try and guard uh, the other teams like. Like he'll try and guard like the LeBron as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he brings that too. And yeah. That's the perfect, he's like, the perfect fit. I loved Harkless. I really liked Harkless on the Clippers just because he was a dog and he fit in really well with the rest of the team just because they're all a bunch of dogs. They wear, the heart, they wear their heart on their sleeves. And so I really liked Harkless. 
But Marcus Morris, he, he's he's heartless, meaning that he's a dog and he's going to guard guys like LeBron James. Uh, but he's also a better player than 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 Mo Harkless was because definitely, like, yeah. Because let's not forget, like the games against the Lakers. I mean, it's been guys like Harkless and freaking Patrick Patterson and Trez, short guys who have been guarding Anthony Davis and clamping up Anthony Davis and LeBron James in in the clutch moments of the game. 